social, impact, everywhere. Welcome back, my fellow social impactors, to another episode of the Social Impactors Podcast. And today we have another special guest, Julian Smith, who's the founder of J.D. Nevins Communication Inc., one of the fastest growing digital marketing agencies in Toronto, uh, and within a year ranked among the top 10 digital marketing agencies in Toronto on UpCity and number one by customer reviews and among non-paying member agencies, which is an absolute feat. And I know you're doing stuff with your own podcast too and YouTube channel, which is absolutely incredible, but I want you to be able to talk about that because that's your passion. So I really want to start with saying, Julian, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Thank you so much for having me, Avery. Uh, I really appreciate, really appreciate the, the, the recognition. It's a real uh, privilege to be on your show. Uh, so thanks so much for having me. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, love what you're doing. But first question, super, super uh, uh, broad. And I do it on purpose because I really want you to talk about an encapsulation of everything that you do. And so the question I have for you is really a little bit about who you are, what you do, and why you believe you're a social impactor. Okay, great. Um, okay, so as you mentioned, I'm the founder of JD Nevins Communications, um, which is a 360 digital marketing solutions agency. Um, and that really just is uh, built upon me having been in the marketing industry for over 20 years uh, before even really digital marketing and even the internet was a thing. Uh, but certainly for the better part of those 20 years, it has all been digital marketing. Um, and in addition, as you mentioned, I have the YouTube channel and podcast, BIYF Marketing, also known as Balls in Your Face Marketing. Um, and I'm also the co-founder of uh, the Marketing Summit Academy, uh, which is an online uh, training platform uh, with coaching and mentoring in the field of, again, digital marketing and event planning. Um, so, uh, you know, I've, I've been in this industry for a while and I've been put, certainly creating content ever since I, uh, fairly shortly after I launched my agency. Um, and so it's through that, that I would say that, uh, if I'm creating impact and to be honest, you know, I don't know, you know, what, what kind of, what level of impact it's, it's, it's very difficult to say, and we could really, uh, probably spend a lot of time you and I talking about you know, what is, what, what, what constitutes influence? You know, there's this probably pretty topical right now is this, you know, case recently of this girl who had maybe over uh, a million uh, Instagram followers, but couldn't sell 19 shirts. Yeah, I saw that. And that's, that's just, it's eye opening on, you know, organically engaged communities and, and, you know, inflated ones. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, um, you know, when there's a couple of buzzwords go around, you know, when people talk about influence, I mean, technically, you know, I'm in that small influencer range in terms of number of followers, but same thing with this girl, if I were to throw on a shirt, no one would buy it. No one would wear it because I was wearing it. Right now, what again, I'm, I'm involved in digital marketing. So again, if somebody were to come to me and say, Hey, can you get me more business? Can you get me more leads? The answer is yes but it wouldn't be based on my influence or, or um, anything of that nature. It would be based on uh, understanding how social advertising works, how, um, you know, how uh, social plat each different platform operates, tracking, uh, creating audiences, um, building out ad campaigns, et cetera, um, or just generally, uh, you know, uh, 
communications strategies at large, which can also be very much organic. So, you know, there's there's a whole slew of uh, avenues and areas that we could go down in terms of that question. Um, but you know, as a as a broad as a broad answer, those are the things that I do. That's my background, and, and, and that's where I come at. Yeah, no, and, and I mean, thank you for letting me know that, about that. And that really helps kind of, uh, I'm going to use the word influence, <laughs> kind of helps me influence the second question. And looking at that lens of, you know, uh, digital marketing and digital storytelling. And, and I really want to uh, kind of hone in on the, the idea of being an influencer, right? Or influence. How does that then make a positive impact in communities? Having, having, sorry, sorry, just so that I understand the question correctly, like how does having an audience yourself positively impact the communities which you're, you're, you're serving? Yeah, kind of. I, I wanted to see, because again, this is your experience and I'm trying to pull from it. I wanted to see what it was, what influence uh, and what organic, like positive influence, how that would help you then make a, a, an impact in a community it doesn't have to be large, doesn't have to be small, but how does that help you? And mm. how does it help me? Okay, um, look, you know, uh, probably one of the ways that you know when I to 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 answer like let's say when I know, for example, that I've had an impact on somebody, right? Probably the best example really is when I get to do a, a speaking engagement, and then there, you know, it's in that moment when you're either giving a speech or you're answering somebody's question and you see that spark in their eyes where they're, they've either been inspired or um, they've made a connection that they didn't make before, a realization that they hadn't made before. And you see that kind of light go on in their eyes. That's really the only time that I can say that I genuinely know that I've made an impact. Or, or had any influence on that person's life, or when, for example, in in a case like that, somebody has said, you know, um, because you said this to me, that's really changed how I look at things. Yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. No, and, and that's a really interesting perspective, and and I think one of the most underrated things about you know public speaking or keynote speaking is that you can have a very direct influence, right? That's that human to human interaction. Yeah. Um, sometimes it, it's it's a uh, a lot more impactful than it might be online, and, and yeah, that's that's interesting. It's 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 a lot more meaningful. So to to me, first of all, for sure, you know, when those instances. So that's the only time, you know. So now you've got other instances, for example, where let's say people will comment and say, "Oh, that's a really great way of looking at," or "Thanks for sharing." But I have no way necessarily of knowing whether, for example, that person is going to necessarily um, take action or do anything with that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and, 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 and so, you know, by the way, like I would never, by the way, even, I don't even, I certainly don't market myself or present myself as an influencer in that way. If anything, if there's any sort of buzzword that I would kind of say that I'm going after, it would be thought leadership. But again, mm -hmm. even still, you know, I'm not a, a Gary V. I'm not Seth Godin. Um, really you need to have both that following um, and, and a level of, 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 you know, unique ideas and, and a message, um, that resonates with people. And certainly, you know, with, through that experience and through my show, um, I've been using that to, um, hone my message, apply my analysis on the areas where I'm competent enough to provide that analysis 
And hopefully over time, with time, yes, I will sort of be able to share that stage with um, those genuine thought leaders. Um, along the way, have I had impact along people? Yes, I know I have, for example, through those speaking engagements. Um, other than that, though, I wouldn't, it's hard to, it's hard to necessarily say what, what real impact or how big or broad that is. Yeah. And, and I mean, one of the, the, the interesting things with impact is, is you never really know how much impact you've made. And there's a, a purpose behind that. And it's because when you focus on the right things, when you focus on helping people and what your expertise is, when you focus on making it an impact, it, it never comes with, um, with immediate stats, right? And it never comes with an immediate causation. So you could change someone's life, but you really don't know right away. And it could be one life or multiple lives, but an impact is the most important thing you can do in your life. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I agree with you. And, and you're, you're absolutely right that you cannot draw that direct line. But here, here's the way that I will sort of um, provide as sort of proof of what you're talking about. So, you know, when I started my agency, um, a big part of that in, in that, those early stages, I was reinvesting in myself, really training and, and, and leveling up my skill set in particular in the area of social advertising, especially at the beginning on Facebook, because that's where I felt that there was a hole in my game in that process had built up a sales funnel on Facebook uh, that was churning out great leads at a very good rate. I was getting people booking calls through my ads. Now what's funny is that, you know, within a year into that, that's around the time that I started to do BIY ethnic marketing, my podcast, my show, and especially in particular where the audience really was engaged um, and, and where I felt I, the biggest growth, was on LinkedIn. And to the point though, here's the thing, here's the point where I found myself getting busy enough that I shut down my paid advertising sales funnel on Facebook. Wow. I was getting enough organic traffic and calls and bookings and interest through, and again, completely organic. And you know, one person introduces you to another through that sort of classic networking really that by just putting myself out there in particular, as I said, on LinkedIn, um, that that started to create enough organic. Now I'm going back into creating a sales funnels for the marketing Academy and so forth. And I still believe in online advertising and Google and SEO and all of that stuff that we do with the agency. Um, but it's, but just proof in point that one, it's not a direct line. It's not something that I can say, okay, you know, through this show, through this episode, or through anything, you know, is how I how I've been able to grow both my agency and get to the point where I was able to launch the academy. Um, most of that has been through that non-direct uh, path, as you said. So it's a real thing. Yeah, 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 and and I mean, I think your uh, your life and your journey is a little bit of living proof of the impact, right? Uh, and, and also, uh, one thing you said that I underappreciate quite often is the impact you can have on yourself, right? That self-development piece. When you're helping other people, when you're building what your expertise is, you're also helping yourself. You're making an impact on your on your own being and and, and your own opportunities in the future. Enormously, enormously. Yeah. I mean, that's you know through through interviewing and speaking with other great thought leaders and and business owners in the show, I've ended up um, picking up all kinds of, of sort of 
great ideas and, and, and thoughts and, and ways of, of thinking about things or articulating things that are very succinct that have helped me along the path and certainly in, in, in fact, I can give you a very clear example. Actually, while I was at an event, somebody had said, oh, in conversation, you know, something Julian had said um, really impacted me when in fact it was just in conversation and I was quoting someone from my show. Yeah. Yeah. It's always how it works. <laughs> you know, you know, so, so exactly. It's that personal development and, and back to something that you were talking about, about the purpose of it. That's the thing is in, in all honesty, I, I do not think about what are the numbers of my followers, how many, you know, what, you know, I'm really focused again, more on that thought leadership about what is, what do I see going on? What is worth of that? What is worth talking about? Um, and, and really pursuing my own, you know, uh, exactly like pursuing that own message and mission and purpose. I've recently talked a lot about this, about I formulated it as my own kind of formula for success or formula for happiness. It's actually the same formula, lucky for everyone. Um, and it's this, is that success is uh, a state of optimally integrated being. Meaning that when all, when you at least aim for all of the aspects in your life, being, you know, your work, your play, your family, your community, as you're talking about here, um, what you say, what you think, what you do, when they are all aligned behind a common purpose and mission and meaning, that begets success, that begets great things, um, mm. that begets better relationships, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, you know, that's been, again, just my experience, and I'm communicating that. And if that impacts people, great. That's, let's talk a little bit more about that, because that's a super unique perspective on it. And, and one thing that I've noticed with, with my life is, is there is a desire when you're young. Uh, and I'm, I'm 24 years old, so I have a lot of life experience ahead of me. But when you're young, there's a desire to become a part of an existing conversation or become a thought leader in an existing space. And, and one of the challenges I had is I couldn't find my voice, right? I couldn't find what that was because I was fitting into something that didn't work well with me. And, and now that I found my voice, and it really is this idea of building social impact and, and just talking to people like yourself who are doing that, I found who I am. And so we, we like to jump the gun to, you know, have a conversation, you know, embed our, our own uh, thoughts into a space. But when you find that space, that impact comes. And like you said, that success comes too. But uh, too often I find people that are young try to jump into a space and, and, and you know, I did it myself, just to be a part of the conversation rather than actually build on their skill sets. Yeah, look, and, but you know what? Like everybody has to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, so so the answer is exactly like I think, and that by the way, that's not um, so strange. That's that's not really too unusual for me. Even much later in my life, you know, I'm I'm now, you know, turning shortly going to be turning forty five soon, um, and um, but I would say that in many regards, you know, I would it was through same thing, you know, through doing BIYF that I certainly found my voice more. I actually did not intend to put myself out there as the sort of center of attention of, of my own show kind of a thing. Mm. Um, that was never really my goal, but this, and this is something that ironically kind of keeps on happening in my life. You know, back when I had started um, a, a collective, a music initiative of writing songs, I was quite happy to kind of be the guy in the background as the sort of producer. 
And in the end, it became a performance band and I was the lead singer. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so I kind of find myself getting thrust often as, 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 as the voice. And it's through doing it, through speaking, through engaging, exactly, that you find it. Otherwise, how else do you find it? Mm. And, you know, on that, on the point of your, you know, when you're young, you know, it's funny. Like one, one tip or one expression that impacted me when I was young, when I was probably maybe even younger than you are. And I heard that expression, um, avoid quoting the person because I'll get the person wrong. I'll say Churchill and then someone will get mad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, is that, you know, if you're not a socialist by the age of 18, you have no heart. And if you're still a socialist by the age of 40, you have no brain. Huh. And what, what I, the thing about that, aside, you know, really the, the, the thing that impacted me about that was recognizing that I, you know, at that young age, that maybe, you know, the way that I looked at the world or the way I looked at things was naive mm. that, you know, recognizing that my perspective would always change I think I had a very like early grounding of who I was and part of that was rooted in this was like I'll always be myself because I'm always changing like having that like adapt knowing there's a core and then there's this part of you that um that is open to growth and to to, to new learning and to having your perspective change I love it when somebody has a different opinion than me and it's not an argument it's it's a debate right I love it yeah, yeah. Well, hey, that's important. You need to have uh, equal conversation and, and different perspectives. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, exactly. And, 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 and the only way to find your own voice is, in, is to engage in those conversations. Hmm. All right. I like that. No, that's, that's, thank you for that. That actually helps me a lot too. So I'm taking away something as well. Sweet. But, Good. Great. There you go. There's, there's my impact. There's I love it. Back to the day. One person and I'm, you know, and, I'm, and I'll take, I'll walk away with that from that. Pretty happy. I love it. That's awesome. So the next question that I have is, is about the business. And, and I like this question because we talk a lot about the community in the beginning, but this goes back to, you know, that business, that economic perspective. And it's, do you believe social impact, this theme or idea is an important part of business? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. The simple answer is absolutely. Yes. And also I would say that it's always been, Mm. I mean, this, this is the thing is that, you know, it's not like, it's not like we're actually some new species. People don't change much, right? Like mm. we're the same. We're, and, and we're always, we're, we are a, we've always been a social creature. We will always be a social creature. Um, does, you know, do, do the new technologies, are they significant? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Right, they're significant on so many levels in terms of how they facilitate connection. Um, the fact that they facilitate connection globally. Um, you know, uh, when I was a kid, if you and I were having this conversation, this would cost us a lot of money and long distance charges. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so the world is 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 so, but but I mean the the fundamental nature of who we are hasn't changed, and you know you can look at it the other way too, which is a lot of people will complain, and I'm I'm very vocal about this too, as much as I'm I'm involved and work in this field of social marketing doesn't mean that I love it, I blame I, it actually like a lot of people will say that it isolates people a lot more, you know that in a way, and I and I think it's true that there's a rise in depression. 
Um, this is all, you know, when we talk about, um, especially like search engine algorithms that basically reinforce people's biases and then kind of, you know, so people get somewhat trapped sometimes in these isolation tanks or these sort of echo chambers mm-hmm. of, of thought and, 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 and beliefs and values. Um, and you have to actively, like I always encourage people to actively search for alternative opinions and so forth because of that. And also, again, to, you know, use this technology for not just like trivial, superficial manners, use it for business, use it for connecting, use it for networking, use it for genuinely connecting, and then get out in the world and actually connect with them. And I mean, that's, again, why I love and would and put so much more emphasis on speaking engagements because it's real and it's in person and you can connect in a way that you just can't connect still online. Mm-hmm. Um so, so I don't know. I just went on a big tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a good tangent. It, it really is. And, and again, that human to human connection, I think is becoming a part of business. Again, the only caveat that I would add to that, that, that um, uh, I work a lot in the social impact space and, and, and really change making and building capacity and youth. And one thing I find is that in about the, you know, the, the, the 1700s, we, we became very extractionary and we became very transactional in our, in our relationships. So we kind of, it wasn't a holistic system anymore. And, and so I, I would say that for a while we lost our way, but we're now coming back to it because you can't have something that's not a holistic system. And you cannot, you, you also can't have something that is not human right? There's no such thing as it's just business. I'm sorry. Like, we're humans. It's always about the human being at the end of the day. And if it's not, that's a system that we do need to change. So I love that you're doing that through, you know, storytelling and, and speaking too, because that is changing people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, the, exactly. Like people, people, it's exactly, there's always a human, it's always about the human at the end of the day. There's always a human at the, at the other side of it. Sometimes actually in a way I, I do find businesses today because of all of the sort of new metrics and, and, and uh, tools that we get sort of wrapped up in conversion metrics and clicks and, and click through rates and all these other sort of KPIs now, click, 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 you know, and they forget. So in a way, sometimes that's, it's funny that, you know, I find my, myself and a lot of fellow marketers these days saying, um, don't forget that there's a human on the other side of that. Mm. Don't forget about what the long-term value of that customer is. What are you doing to retain them? Um, you know, don't forget about branding. It's like sometimes it seems like uh, a lot of businesses, again, are just so consumed with these metrics and conversions that they've, they're forgetting about branding, which, again, really has a, a lot to do more with your long-term, your long-term success and reputation um over time so you know uh in a way sometimes i feel like we're also moving back to that very transactional side of things but you're right that all of these new technologies this sort of trend towards the gig economy and more freelance um i think is is again making things more authentic um for sure i've talked about a lot about that about the economy of authenticity about you know how we're, people are are certainly pulling away from those perfectly curated um, ads. You can't fake people out online in the way that maybe um, you used to. Um, so people are, are much more drawn and much more loyal now to sort of a real business and a mm-hmm. real person um, um, than let's say some corporation that they know is, is beholden to their share, shareholders 
versus necessarily passionate about what they do. Hmm. Right? That's, an, that's an interesting one. Passionate about what they do. Yeah. People see through that now that internet naivety is, is, is gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, like, like I think again, like it's, it's all about for sure. It's, it's all about human connection. People buy from people, you know, they, they don't buy from machines or, or, or bots even, you know, for example, that's why you know, some people try to use bots as sales tools and you can, but really I think they're more about a retention strategy. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing about that is, you know, so, so that's great, actually, you know, for example, you know, you can use chatbots to triage your, your um, support. And that's great. You know, you can deal with all the sort of low hanging fruit um, through bots and then probably even reduce the demand on your support team. But the question becomes now, what do you do with those people? Do you just let them go and save money? Yeah. And my advice to larger businesses is no, you do that and you're turning all of those people into anti-brand advocates, hmm. right? Um, you've just turned them all against you. Whereas what you could be doing is, is uh, using, you know, repurposing that, those people to one, be your brand, turn them into positive brand advocates, have them be your spokespeople for you, or provide, you know, even better customer service, which is how you're gonna identify, you know, differentiate yourself. So, you know, my, my big advice to larger businesses these days is don't create your own competition because that's what you're doing um, by, by, again, using these technologies to, to and automation as a way to cut people. Hmm. Yeah. So last question, and, and it actually, again, you, you just kind of, you talked about the business perspective of the last question and it's on your advice. And so great perspective and great advice for business, but um, as the individual, you know, mm -hmm. as a social impactor, what's your advice for, for these people to begin making their own impact in their communities? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that uh, twofold. One is, you know, start small or start with the person right in front of you in that kind of, in that Mother Teresa kind of way, right? It's like, you know, when she says like, you know, how do you, she doesn't, you know, she said that, you know, I don't think about all of the starving children. I just focused on the one in front of me. Hmm. Right. And so I think it's the same thing there that, you know, you, you like one is just do it. Two is two. I think maybe probably step one, you know, go step one before that is, you know, if you haven't taken the time to really kind of dig deep into yourself of both being self-critical, but you know, um, and analyzing, you know, what your strengths and your weaknesses are, where you're full of it, you know, um, but at the same time, also catching all of those inner voice things that say that you're that you can't, uh, or that your that your voice isn't worthy. Like everybody has imposter syndrome, mm. you know. Yeah. And I mean, you know, back to what you were talking about earlier about you know, sort of like a younger generation. Exactly. Like it's so funny because I see you know younger people exactly feeling like okay, they want a voice and they want impact, but they feel intimidated. Let's say by um, an older generation that has more experience and an older generation conversely that feels intimidated by this younger generation. No one's paying attention to them anymore. They're starting to feel, uh, they're starting to experience almost ageism in the workforce. Um, and like they're being treated irrelevant when in fact they have a ton of wisdom, 
um, and experience to 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 go with. So really, what you know, part of a lot of my messages is this: is you know, we we're entering into a new age. We're entering into um, whether you call it the digital age or the information age, the industrial age, and that industrial age is still a major part of how things work today and how people think today. So, you know, my, my advice is to be very clear about who you are. Take that time to say, you know, this is what, who I am. This is what I value. This is what I love to do. Really figure out what you love, you know, um, and what your sort of mission is. Um, and then as other people say, you know, double down, triple down, quadruple down on that, you know, spend all your, figure out a way to, to devote yourself to that. As I said earlier, you know, channeled so that all of the aspects of your life, um, are all, um, lending towards that purpose, um, and get out there and, and, and talk about it. And if you're, if, you know, talk about what you do know. Be honest about what you don't, and it'll all kind of come into place. That's again, I've done a lot of meandering this this interview. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, but, it's not meandering. You're pulling from your insight, and it's all super, super um, resource and knowledge driven. And I, I really do respect you for 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 bringing that unique perspective. I do. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, well, it's 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 been fun, and I so I hope that that's given some sort of advice and guidance and and, and perspective. Um, and it applies, yeah, to all ages, you know, at any stage in life, I really think that there's we're living in an age of incredible opportunity, um, an age for people to really find meaning and purpose. I think that's the thing, right? Like when, when do you, when do you start looking for enlightenment? How awesome does your life have to be before you start to seek that meaningful life? Cause we live like Kings and Queens compared to. Any, like any previous generation I say this all the time I'm like a broken record but like you know every generation bef pretty much before the one <laughs> ones living now the normal human experience is death disease famine and war you know so so once you know how comfortable do you have to be before you start saying okay I'm, I'm gonna you know live this meaningful life um, I'm gonna stop using social media to take pictures of my lasagna and, <laughs> and, 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 and spend an, you know, two hours in the mirror taking that perfect selfie. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and maybe use this, these tools and these platforms in a way to connect in a more meaningful way. Yeah. You got to use social media to build an impact. Yeah. That, that's where I think I'm excited for, for the future. I think it's happening. Like, I think, you know, like this goes back to your question earlier about, you know, like the importance in the, in the workplace. Like we've always had this sort of social level of social influence. There was this, you know, as, as um, um, there's the, the zeitgeist or this collective consciousness. What the, what the internet does is it facilitates that. It, it makes, it accelerates the process of that discussion. But that discussion was always going on, whether it was, you know, through, over dinner parties, uh, or through letters or mail, you know, uh, to now on the internet, it's just faster, but it's all the same thing. Hmm. Yeah, no, that is, that is true. Yeah. It's always been the same thing. And, and at the end of the day, the, the conversation has to come back to humans, right? What is the positive, what is the positive change we can make in, in, in for human beings? That's right.
That's right. Like we, exactly. I mean, that's certainly, I, I, I mean, I certainly get that from you and I think that's great. Exactly. That, you know, you want to make a difference. You want to have a positive impact that that's enough. Yeah. When you're young at, at, at your young age, that's enough <laughs> to have that goal to not necessarily know everything and how you're going to do it. Of course you don't. Yeah. I have no idea still. <laughs> right. Well, neither do yeah. I still in a way. I same thing. Like, this is the thing is I was the, that older generation in a way that was like, who are these young punks coming in, you know, who want to change the world, who want to stay at the table. But really, when I start to realize that, you know, no, like exactly as I was saying earlier, we have this incredible opportunity and these incredible technologies and I'm with them. Mm. I'm, I'm with the millennials now. Like, yes, I would like to make that impact. And do I fully know entirely how I'm going to make that difference? No. Hmm. Yeah. And, and so I, I want to, I want to, uh, you know, end this podcast on, on a note of how people can reach out to you, because I think that the conversation you're making needs to happen more. And I think that what you're doing to build that, that impact, you know, through, through marketing is incredible. So where can people reach out to you the best? Okay. So, uh, if anyone wants to get in touch with me personally, I encourage you to come to my personal page, which is I am Julian dot space. Um, and that has links to, uh, my business and my businesses and, uh, my show. You can always come and check out the show either at B I Y F dot marketing, or just go and uh, look that up on YouTube. Um, and we're on iTunes as well. Um, and the marketing summit Academy, marketing is, uh, summit academy.com. Again, all of those links on my personal page, I am truly dot space. And there's even a connect button there. You can uh, set up a call with me. That is amazing. So Julian, I wanted to uh, say thank you again, you know, for this conversation. Thank you for kind of giving me uh, a little bit more motivation to not really know how I'm going to make an impact, but that I am. Uh, so that's a personal piece for me. And really, again, you know, thank you so much for your time today. Avery, this has been a real pleasure. I've had a lot of fun. Um, you're doing amazing, uh, frankly. You're a great host, so uh, keep doing what you're doing. Um, and I've had a lot of fun, so thanks so much for having me.